Hi, I'm Clarinda, and you are listening to the Feel Light Mind and Body Podcast, created for women like you. Women who are experiencing success in so many areas of life, but are struggling with weight loss, stress eating, and decreased energy. Losing weight can feel hard, heavy, and restrictive. That's why every week I will be offering you a different perspective, tips, encouragement, and a unique approach so that you can feel lighter in your mind and body rather than feeling deprived, frustrated, or discouraged. What if you could feel free, yet in control around food for the rest of your life? What if you could enjoy your experience of losing weight and getting healthier? You absolutely can. You're in the right place. Take this time for yourself and let's dive in. Welcome to episode number nine. Let's dive into why declarations versus resolutions will give you better results. If you are listening to this in the new year, you might have mixed feelings about making more New Year's resolutions. I get it. You can probably think of the many you have made in the past and how long they lasted. You felt the hype from setting a big goal that probably required you to be pretty exact in your time and ability in order to reach it. In that New Year energy, we often don't account for when life happens. And then when it does happen and we can't follow through for a few days or maybe even weeks, we make it mean that we are failing and that feels defeating. There are lots of discouraging reasons out there on social media right now about why you should give up on setting a New Year's resolution. It's a bit of a new social trend. I like to stay away from trends and instead find the possibility in between. It's okay to continue to set new goals. In fact, that is how you will continue to be healthy as you age, and I believe it will keep you feeling and looking younger as well. So as my sweet mama has said so often, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Whether you call it a resolution, a goal, an intention, or what I like to call a declaration, don't throw out something good while trying to avoid something else like that pie-in-the-sky resolution. Yes, first I believe we need to pause and celebrate the past year and give recognition for all that we experienced. I think I can say that you and I, along with the rest of the world, had some joyful moments and also experienced some setbacks, unforeseen, difficult, or sad circumstances, and everything in between. Part of my New Year process is beginning with reviewing the past year, what I'm proud of, what I learned, who I served, what I want to do differently, and what I am ready to let go of. This brings clarity to what I want my goals to be. Brian Tracy's quote comes to mind, a goal without a plan is only a dream. Setting goals requires you to think new thoughts, new beliefs about what is possible, these thoughts will create an empowered feeling that will trigger new behaviors mentally and physically to give you your desired results. So if you don't care to grow, simply do nothing and keep watching Netflix. And hey, there's nothing wrong with Netflix. Let me be clear. It's a simple pleasure that we enjoy to relax and have fun. I thoroughly enjoyed some Netflix time over the holidays. But notice what percentage of time and energy you are giving to it or to something else where you just zone out. You know, the activity that doesn't require you to think of your reality 
or how deep down you really want to create a life that you will continue to enjoy as you age. We know scientifically that we do need to change to match our body's natural aging deterioration. If we think we can do nothing and stay the same, well, time can create its own changes. So I think finding a balance is a better option for us. A New Year's resolution, according to Merriam-Webster, is a promise to do something differently in the new year. Pretty vague, but okay. So let's see what Wikipedia says. It's a tradition in which a person resolves to continue good practices, change an undesired trait or behavior, accomplish a personal goal, or otherwise improve their behavior at the beginning of a calendar year. Hmm, does that seriously sound so bad? I don't think there's anything wrong with making a New Year's resolution as long as it is doable and sustainable. I think the traditional setting of numerous idealistic resolutions is what has contributed to the underlying reason for resisting this practice. Because who likes a feeling of failing, especially when your mind interprets it as a failure rather than simply learning more about yourself and life? However, since we may have some emotional or mental baggage attached to the term resolutions from the way we used to approach them, why not start with a new word and a better approach so it will feel empowering and not so dependent on willpower and discipline? If you've been listening to this podcast for a while or doing any of my work, you know that your feelings usually are what determines your actions or inaction. So I want that feeling to be derived from an internal desire that is compassionate, strong, and loving, not an external accumulation of shoulds and need-tos or what someone else is doing. In preparing for the Feel Light Mastery January content, I spent some time brainstorming about what word would feel strong, grounded, and empowering. The word that kept popping up to me was declaration. So I looked up some definitions. Many of them felt very formal. Just think of the Declaration of Independence, (laughs) not the way that I was feeling when I said them. And then I found one I liked. Vocabulary.com defines a declaration as a statement that is emphatic and explicit, spoken or written. But I decided to have a little fun and create a definition that aligns even more with the feel light mind and body approach and philosophy. Here's what I came up with. A declaration is an empowering, strong, and clear statement of how an individual wants to think, feel, and act. It's a commitment to live each day with that said declaration as a priority. A declaration will effectively help the individual reach their desired goal when they view it as doable and sustainable. And it encourages them to try, fail, in air quotes, aka learn, grow, and imperfectly succeed. A declaration will feel grounding and anticipatory. It goes beyond intentions. So, how does that feel as you hear it? And maybe if you got a little distracted, hit that little 15-second review arrow in your screen a time or two to listen to the full Feel Light Mind and Body definition again. I hope it gives you an expanded feeling, a sense of possibility. Will there still be some mental resistance come up? Mm Mm-hmm. If you listen to your lower brain... It likes to keep you comfortable and resist change. But the fact is, you can choose to stay comfortable now and then feel more uncomfortable later in your life, or you can choose to feel some discomfort now, which comes from trying something new, stepping outside of your comfort zone and growing 
in order to feel more comfortable later. Totally your choice. So I have a big goal for 2023. That was in the back of my mind. And I noticed that I was procrastinating writing it on paper. Interesting. I asked myself, why? My mind then provided me with past times when I had written it down and didn't achieve it. That felt discouraging, shameful, and heavy. So I did a thought download on paper about it. And in case this term isn't familiar to you, there are various ways to do it. But in this instance, I simply dumped out the thoughts that were swirling in my mind when I asked myself why, why I was procrastinating on choosing that goal again. If you have worked with me, you know that I always have you answer your own question first. So I knew I had to answer this before I had my personal weekly coaching session. I looked at my messy, unedited sentences and circled what wasn't true and wrote what was factual and not mental drama because there was a lot of that. I recognized that without setting that goal in previous years, I wouldn't have made the progress that I have so far. I could see the value in it. I thanked my past self for being willing to try and fail and try and fail as I got clearer on what I needed and wanted. I then decided it was worth feeling uncomfortable again now in order to keep inching forward to a more comfortable future me. I'm willing to set that goal again for 2023, and I hope right now you are reconsidering a goal that you would love but have kind of ignored so far this month. I then filled out the worksheet I had created for my Feel Light Mastery members. Yes, I don't teach what I haven't achieved or currently practice. I keep this work relevant and customizable to your situation. I answered the 10 questions I had provided for them to answer before they wrote out their declaration, and then I wrote out my own declaration. Here are three questions from the 10 questions. Does it work for my lifestyle? How can I do this without relying mainly on willpower? And do I have a game plan for when life happens that will keep me moving forward? Yes, I wrote that game plan out. So here is how I believe your declarations versus your old way of thinking about resolutions will give you better results. It's a game plan that will feel better because it's more doable. It calms your brain down enough to do it. So are you ready? For each declaration, you want to have a minimum and maximum declaration, or you can also simply call it a goal. How often have you been doing so well at following your plan to reach your goal, and then something big comes up? Maybe a family member gets sick, dies, or truly needs you in their crisis. Maybe it's you who sustains an injury, falls ill, or has an unexpected work project presented to you. Maybe it's an unknown that you couldn't anticipate. Here's one of my personal, fresh-off-the-press examples of an unknown. The prep work to get set up in order to meet my podcast creation deadline was taken quite a bit longer than I had anticipated. I didn't have a team doing that work for me. My time and energy priorities had to shift in an unbalanced manner in order to meet the deadline I had announced. No, I did do that intentionally in order to keep me accountable. It was something I had never done before or even anything similar. I thought I had given myself enough time, but there were obstacles and setbacks that I hadn't been able to anticipate, as we don't know what we don't know yet. So I decided to implement a maximum and minimum into my health goals 
and I suggest that you do the same in what you've been debating on. It will keep you in an empowered mindset. You can feel proud for not going to the all-or-nothing thinking. You will be able to avoid or lessen the amount of airtime you give to your inner critic because you will still be following your plan. You can focus on what is most important right now while still keeping yourself in your long-term game plan. My focus stayed strong in reaching my podcast deadline goal. Did I have some mind drama? Yeah, I sure did. And if you have a human brain, so will you. You can do what I did when my inner critic tried telling me things like, I wasn't practicing what I teach, that I was taking the easy way out, or even some thoughts like, am I just being lazy? I answered that question and others by saying, "Mm -mm, no brain, all is well. I have reprioritized in order to meet the deadline while still taking care of my mental, spiritual, and physical health. In case you are wondering what a minimum and maximum declaration would look like, let me share a few examples. Some of the minimum goals stayed the same as my maximum goal. For example, sleep. Yes, sleep remained the main priority because I knew with restorative, deep sleep, I would feel better and have enough mental and physical energy. Therefore, everything else would feel easier and doable. Here are three examples where my maximum goals changed. Let's look at my social, spiritual, and exercise goals. My social minimum goal was to enjoy one outing per week doing something fun or connected. Usually, I like that to be two to three times per week. That's my maximum goal. Spiritual goals. Part of my regular maximum morning routine of 30 minutes is spiritual. It's usually around 15 minutes. Some mornings, during the weeks leading up to the deadline, it became five minutes out of 10 minutes or 15 minutes out of 20 minutes, depending on what I needed most. I also love to attend a worship service on Sundays. Some weeks, my minimum goal was to watch it from home online, and as a bonus, I would prop up my phone next to the computer and would have my mom on speaker so it could also encourage her. My exercise minimum goal was to move my body intentionally for 10 to 20 minutes at least three times a week. Whether that was walking, whether that was lifting some weights or doing some stretching routines, anything that's moving my body intentionally. That, compared to my maximum goal of exercising 30 to 60 minutes at least five times a week, and I like to get my heart rate up. If you have set goals, then I invite you to take care of your future self now by setting a minimum goal. Aim to follow the maximum goal, but if you had a short restless night, then it might be a minimum goal day. You might be thinking, but I'm worried I'll fall into the pattern of just meeting my minimum goal. (laughs) Well, is that better than not setting a goal at all? Another question from the 10 that I asked myself about my big 2023 goal is what will I need to support me in order to make the process easier and faster? For me, I knew right away. It was not missing my weekly coaching session, as my mind can get tunnel vision, go into drama, and I just need that outside expert perspective to show me what my mind is doing and how it's creating my current results. I was too close to the challenge, to the obstacles, to the deadline. Now back to you. If you wish you could enjoy some of your favorite food or a glass of wine without it snowballing into overindulging, or if you would love to lose weight but think it's too hard, 
If you're wondering what to even try this time because you have started and stopped so many times, ask yourself that same question. What will I need to support me in order to make the process easier and faster? I have a totally free option to get you started. I want to invite you to join me for an hour live online masterclass. I've titled it Three Myths Holding You Back from Feeling Lighter in Your Mind and Body. There will be an additional Q&A at the end, which is usually around 15 minutes, depending on how many questions I've answered as we go, just to give you a time frame. So think for a moment. Can you make this a priority for yourself? It's okay if you have attended in the past. I often have graduates of my program join in again for what many call their extra dose of vitamin C, and I love it. C for Clorinda. It's what I do. It's what I love. Empowering women to love themselves where they are right now while still being open and willing to live into an even healthier version of themselves. I mean, seriously, does it get any better than that? Okay, so I'm going to put the link in the description. And once you click on it, you can click the little down arrow to see the three available dates and times. Choose one that you can make work for you. If you've listened to this podcast up until now, I can confidently say you will get so much value from this free masterclass. And you will leave with an extra spark of hope of what is indeed possible for you. I have it set up anonymously, so no one will see you, your comments, or your name. I want you to feel totally comfortable asking any questions and take it all in. It's one of my favorite things to do because the feedback has been so positive and how helpful and insightful it was for anyone who joined in, and even for those who signed up, then couldn't attend, but watch the recording later. The first class is this Thursday, and I hope you will be there. Space is limited. So sign up as we say goodbye, and then why not invite a friend? An easy way to do so would be to simply share this podcast with a note saying you've signed up and would love for them to join you. This week, I want to hear from you if you decide to implement the minimum and maximum declarations. Doing so will keep you from spinning. It will keep you from giving up. It will set you up for success. It's going to feel light and manageable compared to shooting all over yourself. It will keep you out of the back and forth and trying to make a decision that will have you doing everything, yet completely depleting you of energy, focus, and longevity in reaching your goal. Imagine declaring every morning who you want to be and how that will give you a greater sense of purpose and meaning to your day. Remember your why that lines up with your top values. This will liven up your life. It will stimulate your mind and provide a higher level vibe for you to live from. It will take you out of boredom into purpose. It will get you out of your rut. Having the minimum and maximum declarations to guide you will keep you out of overwhelm. It'll keep you in the game. And we know it's not so much what you are doing. It's who you are being that will keep the doing fresh, consistent, doable, and more enjoyable. Many of my clients decide to first focus on the Feel Light Mind and Body course content, which doesn't require exercise. They learn how to manage their emotions instead of eating them to provide some relief or entertainment. They experience freedom after learning how to balance their hunger hormones. Then a few weeks or months later, when they have a significant amount of weight off and feel confident with their new skills and tools, they add in exercise for their cardiovascular health, strength, and balance. With that weight gone, it's easier on their body, especially the joints, 
to add in exercise. You can still exercise if you want right from the get-go, but I want to make sure you know how to keep your weight off for when life happens and you are living from your minimum goal or maybe not even being able to exercise due to an injury or sickness. I answer questions on these topics and more as we bust through the three myths holding you back from feeling lighter in your mind and body, holding you back from losing your weight once and for all. So I will say goodbye for now and give you a chance to save your spot as space is limited. I can't wait for you to experience renewed hope, whether you need to lose weight or you are tired of white knuckling it or over exercising in order to maintain your desired weight. My friend, there's a much easier and better way. Now, do yourself the biggest favor. From love, take at least one action step from what you learned today. Knowledge without application won't give you the results that you desire. Let me know on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, wherever, what you are choosing to do and when. And yes, please leave a podcast review wherever you are listening to this. When people read your words and can see themselves in them, then you are contributing to women empowering other women. And that feels amazing. You just might change or save a life today.